Japan's producer prices for the 17th straight month has risen. So I'm pretty sure I mean, that affects us, of course, but inflation is everywhere right now. Mm -hmm. And people aren't being able to afford, you know, their daily necessities. Businesses can't afford to run at a profitable rate or even a survivable rate mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, just ingredients, whether it's a food business or raw materials, whether a manufacturing business have risen. So it, it's, you know, these are difficult times for always inflation always hits the normal person first. And the person that has to carry it the most is the normal person. And that's where I think that the total, the whole system is fucked. And the person with the least has to carry the brunt of the shitty decision making of central banks. And uh, that's that's the world we live in. But, you know, it's whether it's petrol prices or grain prices. I mean, yeah, petrol prices have dropped, but I mean, it's getting harder and harder to live. It is, yeah. On a normal wage. And the whole disparity between the rich and poor or wherever in whatever country is getting greater and greater. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how we're supposed to... I just don't see to... any stopping to this. Yeah, I don't know how we're supposed to quend the letter. I mean, the disparity is getting crazier, as you said, like getting very hard to live with a, a working wage nowadays and being a wagey. Yeah, yeah. Being, being a wagey is just... I, th I think one of my favorite... Uh, of course, it's, it's based... Everything is based on the U.S. economy, unfortunately, yeah. because they they are the policemen of the world. They're the tyrants of the world. Oh, yeah. Not like, but one really interesting. So in 1960, yeah. the median house cost was $12,000 and the median household income was $5,600. Okay. So if you're just a normal family, you know, making five, six, five, six thousand mm dollars, -hmm. you'd be able to save up for a house, you know, in a in a couple of years. Yeah. You know, you can put the down payment and it equates, your wage equates to being able to own a house in your lifetime in a reasonable, not like when you're 70 and you finally pay it off, but in, you know, a few years. Yeah. That's fine. In 2022, the median house cost is $450,000 and the median household income is $70,000. So now it takes them three times longer to pay off the house than it took the previous generation or the generation that wasn't, you know, they were, when they were adults in the 1960s. I mean, this isn't right. No. And, and it's, it, you know, it's not only the house prices, everything is, is going crazy. Have you seen uh, tuition? I saw like this graph of tuition and like house prices and wages. I think I've seen it too, yeah. And and, and it's crazy. The disparity is, it's just average wage, uh, average salary won't increase as much as everything else. So it's literally impossible to keep up. You have to have everyone working uh, full-time jobs. Like if you have a family, it has to be uh, you and your partner have to work and kids will also have to get like summer you know like part-time jobs and stuff i do know that at least in the u.s kids are like saving up for school by working part-time jobs during summer so yeah it's concerning to say the least yeah it's it just it doesn't equate i mean we're, we're looking at a housing market or houses as, as assets that have you know multiplied like 10 i don't know if it's 10x but it's it's yeah. atrocious like how many times it's it's you know doubled and then you have well i mean i mean the especially in the us the 
the education system isn't an education system. It's a money-making scheme in the US. Although there are the most, you know, some of the best programs in the world, Europe is perfect. Europe is as good in, in many different fields and you're paying a fraction of the price because it's not just about making money. But of course, I mean, you're talking about the most capitalist country, uh, but, you know, they have precedents. They have, they are the leading economy. So they have their say and they have their influence and they have, the, you know, many countries set that as a standard. Although when you when you really look in, you realize that they don't have healthcare and, you know, they've got, most people can't even afford healthcare. And then you, you're, you're really wondering if that, it, you can call yourself a first world country if most people can't afford and the disparity is getting wider and wider. Who in their right mind? $40,000 a year, isn't it? Something like, something ridiculous yeah. like that for for a university degree, which means, you know, $160,000 for four years. I mean, it's... Yeah. And that, that's just tuition, you know. You're probably looking around $200,000. It's that That's not normal. I mean, that's 40,000. I mean, if their median income is fifty dollars to $70,000, you have to be working a full-time job while you're doing these four-year degrees. Yeah, it's impossible to live. But that's why, I mean, if you're able to earn money online, if you're able to have investments that grow and then you're able to put that into passive income, whether it's real estate or dividends or, or you run your own small business online, get the fuck out of places that have high cost of living. I mean, if you can live in a relatively... The UK isn't safe. The US isn't safe. Why would you want to live there? Hmm. Taxes are high. Cost of living is high. Why would you want... It just it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I think the best advice that could be given is if you live in a high-cost country, high-tax country, high-crime country, but they label themselves as a first-world country, get just get the fuck out. Just continue to earn your money there if your business is online, but it's based there. But live in a you know safer, cheaper country because it's not worth your time or money. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you touched a very interesting point right now. Like, if the only way we can fight back right now is if we invest, that this is the only way we can build something towards the future. Because by just earning your wage and and you know spending it all or not properly investing it will definitely lead you to a uh, dark future. We, we have to fight back. We have to, you know, have uh, buy some stocks. We know it's not only the rich people that we will, will have, we will get richer when the stocks appreciate. I mean, every wagey like us <laughs> would care to invest. And uh, this is a way that we could actually equilibrate and uh, we, we could uh, balance out the disparity, I think. Uh, I'm no expert, I'm not an economist, but I think that if everyone could start investing, then, I mean, it will have to balance out. Yeah, I, after, after, I mean, I haven't been in the markets that long, but again, it's, we have to be realistic. It would be good if all these people would have education in finance, but that's purposefully why, you know, standardized education from when you're six till when you're 18, they don't teach anything about finance yeah. because they don't want the normal person to know <laughs> which is keep ridiculous the yeah. Stupid. yeah you just keep everyone stupid it's yeah exactly keep everyone stupid keep everyone focused on one thing i mean where i i don't remember the exact number but the time that whole covid time 2020 2022 right now 
the amount of wealth amassed by millionaires and billionaires. Several x their money. They accumulated more wealth in this time than any other time because people were just, you know, you could, they're totally manipulated. Mm. Um, what are you going to do? You can't compete against that. If you already got that silver spoon in your mouth as soon as you're born, or, you know, you've already, you're already in this elite world, you're just going to keep on accumulating. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, back to the point, it's, they will keep us stupid. And that's, that's the whole point. That's, that's the whole merit, because you can keep fooling the average person. And even the average investor who have, you know, they, I, either they're, I wouldn't even call them average. The, the the really disciplined ones would just buy index funds and just leave them and then, you know, have a, a decent retirement, you know, just, just keep it calm. But then the ones that like to speculate, but that don't have the emotional, you know, integrity or the ability to uh, do proper due diligence. Hmm. These are the people who get totally wrecked when they FOMO into whatever stock has already gone up 20, 30, 50 percent so mm. you know it's and of course the people who are the hedge funds and the big firms they have prior information that of course no one in the market will have so you know what that a common person is always going to be up against the big man and the big man has a big brain big cock and a big wallet and he's always gonna fuck you true <laughs> true yeah uh, very true it is much more difficult to you making a you know salary that is just is barely enough to make a living and then you have to save some money on top of that you have to save some money and invest but for you know the big man he just has so much money it doesn't even matter i mean he, he won't have to starve just to invest so it, it is it is difficult but it's the only way it's, it's the only way we can do Right, right. I think it's either investing, starting a business. Those are the only two ways. And I think it's one of the most noble things a person can do is get themselves out from being a wage slave and starting their own thing and becoming independent because that's when you're unchained the shackles of being under the system and under the, you know, just just a wage and then living and then having two weeks every year to, to have time off. True. I think once you become independent, you truly see the beauty and like of course the people with simple lives they also probably enjoy you know the beauty in life but the the things you know you you want to experience i'm not saying it's all play that's not what they of course that these are business people they're not stupid yeah but once you do become independent you really would enjoy so much in life that you probably never would have or never will if you just continue working as a jobby. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, about starting a business, by the way. What do you think? Do you think now is a good timing? Any time is a good fucking time. So long as you stay stick to it. And I think the problem with our generation is that we're so used to instant gratification. I mean, whether it's, you know, immediate content on our phones, funneling us with dopamine every three seconds we scroll, you know, or whether it's people who use dating apps, just a fuck you know it's 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 instant gratification so no one has any form of concept of hard work and long and hard work you know putting time and effort in so it's very hard for people like us to start businesses but it's not impossible and i think any time is good time any time you can make english it for but any time is a good time